What is good, boys? Um, welcome back to the updated podcast. Today's date is May 27th, 2022. And, uh, yeah, I know. Once again, I'm late. Um, I do have an excuse. As always, I always have excuses. This time, it is Roller Champions released on uh, Tuesday, which is when I plan to record the podcast. But then on Monday, I got access to Roller Champions a little early, and, uh, yeah, that game's fun. Um, it's definitely a game that I honestly kind of want to get really good at. Like, I, I, I kind of want to give it an actual shot to maybe, like, get into a really high rank, maybe see where that goes, and kind of be like a regular game that I stream slash record and stuff like that because I mean it's really fun it's really competitive um, I'm not great at it yet I mean I'm not I'm not terrible I, I definitely can roll some people but um yeah people can also roll me so no big deal so uh that's the first bit of news is some releases we have roller champions that came out two days ago and then we also have Sniper Elite 5, which came out yesterday and released straight onto Game Pass. Um, so, of course, it's on all platforms, but it is also on Game Pass for everybody. It's on Game Pass for PC and Game Pass for console. So, no matter what platform you have, if you have Game Pass, get it. Other than PlayStation, of course, because, you know, PlayStation doesn't have Game Pass. But um, apparently, some people like it. Some people think it's cool, but it feels kind of archaic in a way. Which is kind of what Sniper Elite is. If you know what the Sniper Elite series is, um, it's kind of just a series that doesn't really change. Um, the developers really like to refine little things and um, and uh, like level design and graphics and stuff like that. Like I also noticed that um, some of the just physics in the game between four and five really improve. So, like, it's a game where you take the formula that you've always had and just improve on it over and over again. Um, so, yes, I, I definitely can say that um, it's, it's probably, like, an archaic game. At the same time, it is, um, it's fun. Like, I, I haven't tried Sniper Elite 5 yet, to be fair. I have it downloaded. I have not tried it yet. But I have seen some clips and stuff like that. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I haven't tried it. It's Sniper Elite, just in general, is fun. And Rebellion, the developers of the game, really know what they're doing with this specific formula. They are pretty much the best in terms of making games like this. Um, <clears throat> there's a bunch of games like this, just like Sniper Warrior and stuff like that, uh, which I don't know. Who makes Sniper Ghost Warrior? Let me double-check that really quick. Let me check the library. Does Rebellion make Sniper Ghost Warrior? I can't recall, actually. I don't think so. Oh, no. CI Games. Yeah, no. Um, but... This Sniper Elite, insanely good games, all of them. I mean, I've played V4. It's great. the The sniping, the stealth, the just the way the game works, like how you have to manage your heart rate, or else your shots are inaccurate and stuff like that. All that is honestly great. I I love the mechanics of the game. 
and it's just well polished. Um, and I, I know for a fact, uh, I think there were a few certain bugs specifically when it came to playing the game, not necessarily in game play, if that makes sense. Like crashes and stuff like that, basically, um, if I'm not mistaken. But other than that, I haven't heard anything too major when it, in terms of bad. I mean, this review that I have pulled up just say it's rooted in the past because they don't really like to... Uh, they kind of like to stick to the same format and, like I said, just improve on it. Like, this time around, we're still in World War II, we're just in France. So you're still killing Nazis, I mean, every Sniper Elite game. It's it's just in France, uh, towards the tail end of World War II, I think, or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they just really are about improve, improving the formula that they already have to make a good game. And I think they do a pretty good job. Next up, um, we have Netflix finally making some traction in terms of gaming um as, as I've, I've said before how they were buying mobile game studios and kind of working on getting their foot in the door and kind of how they they already tried to a little bit you can download mobile games uh, via the netflix app on your phone uh there are certain games it'll just redirect you to the play store or i guess to the uh, iphone store or whatever it's called anymore and to download the games that that are on there, but uh, the Exploding Kittens game is it's which is a card game. If you don't know what Exploding Kittens is, I actually bought it as a Christmas present for someone uh, just last year, I think. But that releases on May thirty first on mobile devices, which it's basically a, a card game where it's all about chaos and weird cards and stuff like that. I don't really know how to explain it. I don't even think I've actually played it. But it, it looks a little wacky and has a bunch of cards with funny-looking names, like a potato hat or whatever. Um, but yeah, it launches May 31st, and it is also going to be an anime, animated series coming to Netflix in 2023. They bought the rights to Exploding Kittens, I think, a little while back, and this is what we're they're, they're doing with it, so... Um, next up, we have iFixit. I've talked about this before, how iFixit is working with Steam to supply replacement parts for the Steam Deck. And at the same time, not only are they doing that for just about every part, of course, there are going to be a few parts that they just don't sell, probably like super core components, like the uh, integrated GPU and, uh, well, I mean, I guess that comes with the CPU because it's integrated, but uh, like the CPU, they probably aren't selling. Um, actually, never mind. <laughs> they do in they do sell replacement motherboards with the chipset, so that's sick. Um, uh, other than that, they are also like selling. They're basically you can also buy upgrades if you want. So if you bought the two fifty six model or the sixty four gig model, and you want the better display that is in the five twelve gigabyte model. You can buy that display and then pay an extra $5 to get the kit that comes with everything that you need to do a screen swap, which is honestly really cool. Like, this is probably the first thing that I have ever seen to allow you to do that. Sure. Okay, you can always buy a laptop and then buy some RAM sticks and change them out. But this is the first time where people have said, hey, 
were companies. The company themselves had just said, hey, you can do this. And we just don't care. They didn't do some weird arbitrary, oh, hey, the plug for the, the lower end model is different to the screen than the higher end model. So you can't interchange the two screens. Nope. They just said, hey, here's the parts. If you know what you're doing or know how to look up a YouTube video, go for it. Just give us some money and you can do it. Very reasonable. Um, including uh, including replacement batteries, although not away, not right away. They uh, don't will not immediately be selling replacement batteries. However, eventually they will. Great, very good stuff. Um, I had some of those for Roller Champions, which, by the way, about Roller Champions, insanely fun game has a lot of specifically matchmaking issues. Um, it says a lot of the times I'm in a queue that the queue will take about 20 seconds. Most of my queues take about four to five minutes. Very odd for a game that just released, and I know it's popular because the the servers crashed just the other day. Um, so yeah, just a, a bunch of mainly matchmaking and network issues that they have to iron out. I think it's because there's too many people on the servers. Couldn't tell you for sure. That is what happened just the other day where the servers crashed. I'm assuming it's what's happening now. And then there are a few other like party bugs and stuff like that. But no actual bugs in gameplay that I've noticed at least. I haven't been randomly thrown off the map or glitched the map or anything. I haven't seen anything like that yet. So, I mean, great game. Well polished gameplay wise, actual like feature wise, not so much. Um, hopefully they end out so I can continue on that grind. I'm on like a seven win streak. I gotta keep that going. Um, and it's by the way, Roller Champions is free to play. It is on Ubisoft Connect if you're on PC or any major console other than the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch and mobile are coming at a later date. We don't know the exact date, but uh, they are both coming at a later date, including mobile, by the way, which is a, a little funny to me. But I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but I mean, apparently they're going to, so hats off to them, I guess. Next up, we had the Modern Warfare 2 reveal, and it is coming out on October 28th. So, um, of course, we had the Modern Warfare reboot in 2019. And they are just continuing that reboot by rebooting Modern Warfare 2. And it's this year. I might honestly buy it. I did not buy Vanguard because that's trash. I might buy this specifically for the campaign. Um, honestly, I don't really play games like Call of Duty anymore, specifically for multiplayer. Recently, I rebought Black Ops 4 to play Zombies with uh, Michaela. Shout out Michaela. But. I, I mean, we haven't actually played it that much. Although, the multiplayer in that game, I will say, is pretty fun. I don't know why everyone hated it. But, yeah, I've been replaying Zombies lately. I don't really play like, Call of Duty for multiplayer anymore. Any game like Call of Duty, I don't really play like shooters for, like, arcade shooters anymore. Which is what Call of Duty is. Um, I, I mean, I play things like Valorant or uh, Siege, but those are uh, that's a completely different game, kind of game. So yeah, 
Let's just get it exclusively for the campaign and maybe whatever third game mode that they have. I, I, I'm kind of hoping it is not Spec Ops again, because the last time we got Spec Ops, half of Spec Ops was left out of all but one platform, and the rest of Spec Ops was absolute garbage. So I'm hoping it's not Spec Ops. Maybe it's an improved version. Who knows? Um, we will get more details in early June. I think it was June 13th. Or June 12th. June... June 8th. I'm incorrect twice. Um, oh, that's what I was thinking of June 13th. So yeah, June 8th, we'll get more information on Modern Warfare 2. This is what I was thinking of uh, June 12th. Actually, not June 13th. I'm wrong so many times today. But, um... Yeah, so June 12th is an Xbox and Bethesda game showcase for this year. Of course, um, E3 this year got fully cancelled. Um, it was never really like a profitable thing anyways. So they kind of just said, hey, we're canceling it. And then now every single developer and like big company is like, oh, hey, we're just going to do our own showcase. Cool, I guess, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, June 12th. So in just about a little over two weeks for Xbox and Bethesda's game showcase, we should be seeing more of Starfield, more of um, the other game that Bethesda's working on. I forget the name. I think it's like Redfall. Yeah, Redfall is what it is. And uh, probably some updates for Halo and stuff like that. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll see something uh, really nice. Hopefully a specific sequel that I'm thinking of, of a game that was pretty cool, but um, I won't go further than that. Uh, next up, we have a bunch of EA news. So first of all, just recently, um, EA's contract with FIFA ended. So we will no longer be getting any more FIFA games, um, from EA at least. So no FIFA 23... 24 unless they go back to that who knows if they will because fifa is attempting to stand on their own two feet we will see how that goes because um the last time fifa did their uh their own thing i think was in it was like forever ago honestly Yeah, so, um, who knows how it'll go. <laughs> Honestly, probably not very well at all. Maybe they will uh, branch off and kind of sell different rights to different developers. Maybe they'll go like, hey, you can make some card games, and then another developer can make some, like, weird... I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have any ideas because I don't really play soccer like that. Or football, sorry. But, so yeah. Um, next. EA being a little bit weird. Hold on. That's not what I wanted to talk about. EA being a little bit weird and immediately... I think, it was, I think this was a few days before the FIFA contract they did. But they are reportedly looking... To either merge or sell um, 
there are a few different companies that it's a- apparently talking to about uh, merging or selling with, and that includes Disney, Apple, and Amazon companies that we simply don't want owning EA. I mean, honestly, I would much rather an actual console company own EA, like PlayStation or Xbox. At least, at the very least, it would kind of clean EA up. Um, but alas, you know, you know how it is. Disney, Apple, and Amazon are pretty much the only people. Disney, Apple, Amazon, and I'd say Microsoft are the only four companies that I feel like could actually buy EA. Um, maybe they could kind of work out a merger merger with something like Sony, but I highly doubt Sony has pretty much any capital to work with in terms of EA money. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows where that'll go. It might go somewhere, actually. If they're talking to companies like uh, Apple and Disney and Amazon, it might go somewhere. We'll see, I guess. Either way, the company is fucked. With any of those three companies, the company's fucked, except for maybe Disney. Disney is the highest amount of hope I have for EA. Out of those three companies, at least. And well, maybe Amazon. Amazon is a little bit more into the gaming market than uh, Disney is. But at the same time, Amazon's kind of a shitty company. And uh, we've seen that in multiple games, like New World. I played New World for a while, but... Uh, it kind of fizzled out a little bit for me, but yeah, Amazon is a little bit of a, a, I'm just simply not going to touch you, use some of my money until I'm uncomfortable with using more kind of company. It's kind of like how what, what they do with Twitch. Twitch quite literally lost them. I think in 2019, they were in a deficit of like $300 million. That was back when they were really doing marketing push and stuff like that. And I think that was when some DMCA stuff happened or something. I don't remember exactly. But, um, but yeah, to this day, Twitch is not a very Amazon-like company for Amazon. The best part of Twitch to Amazon is probably the amount of Amazon Prime subscribers that Twitch is driving due to the Prime sub and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess it could be okay in Amazon's hands, although it, nothing about EA would likely change. Unless maybe, except for maybe some PR stuff. Uh, they would probably stop doing things like this, uh, which is... EA telling its developers that it won't take a stand on abortion rights and encourages healing circles. Um, it also said that they would not take a stand on um, transgender rights, uh, which abortion rights I can kind of understand. Transgender rights is a little telling. Um, yeah. There was a, a little town hall apparently in the company and yeah it, it's the company just flat out said that they will not take a, st a stand um and that quote unquote being an inclusive company means being inclusive of all those points of view again abortion rights a little bit of a tricky stance i can see them not taking a specific stance and being kind of quote unquote inclusive in that way Transgender rights, however, <laughs> that is a little bit weirder because like, 
I don't know. I, I'm not someone who is necessarily, like, well-versed in those kinds of things. However, when it comes to just the rights of people in general, come on, man. What are you doing? Like, just because, you know, they may be a different, they may identify or act or medically kind of be pushing themselves towards a different gender, it doesn't necessarily mean they're less of a person. You know, come on now. For overall. Oh, what are you doing, EA? What are you doing? Oh, well. What are you going to do, right? Next up, PlayStation. They're having their days of play sale. Um, they have a bunch of games on sale, I believe, as well as hardware. We normally do not see this. This is normally something that just doesn't happen. Um... They have the PlayStation 5 controller, apparently, on sale. Very unusual. I do not know how much it is. I forgot to actually check that. Oh, I see. Um, $60 yeah, at all retailers. Instead of $69 to $74. So... About a ten to fifteen buck. Not too, not too shabby on controllers. Granted, that is base price for um, you know the old controllers, which they didn't change that much. You can argue that adaptive triggers are a lot different, but I guarantee you that their um, their overhead is pretty large still in terms of profit from the current controllers. Otherwise, of course, they wouldn't bring down to that price. So, like, why are they charging the extra 10 to $15 in the first place? Just like you know, the game's price. Price is increasing by $10 pretty much across the board, both on PlayStation and I think some on Xbox as well. Although, I think everything changed to $70 on Xbox. It's just... Mm, I hate things that increase in price when they shouldn't. Because now, the biggest selling game for like 10 years in a row aka call of duty costs ten dollars more when it already makes three times as much that it costs to develop huh and now call of duty has microtransactions huh hello making more money than ever and still costing more huh hello but uh yeah anyways i digress um yeah there's a bunch of games on sale on playstation as well PS4 games, PS5 games, the list is currently on screen if you would like to look at it. Um, yeah, make sure you're checking it out on YouTube. Um, next up, No Man's Sky got an update dubbed Leviathan Update. Um, Sky Whales? I know nothing about this update. I have not looked at No Man's Sky in a very long time. However, I have been meaning to rebuy this game, honestly, because... This game has improved so much. Um, I mainly want to buy this game again for VR. Because, you know, VR, it's just another VR game for me to inevitably not play for, like, months. Um, so, yeah. Apparently, there are very large space whales. <laughs> which is kind of cool. I, I, I really, really, really want to try that game again. Reveal. Oh. Shoot. I almost forgot this. Next up, Raven Software, who uh, worked on Call of Duty Warzone, 
you know, with the developers of Warzone, I think it was Sledgehammer that worked on Warzone initially, or whatever. It was either way, it was Raven working with Activision to help QA test Warzone as well as develop certain parts of Warzone, I believe. Um, they have voted on a union. Um, so the Game Workers Alliance is the first union at Activision Blizzard, and that includes Raven Software. Well, yeah, I guess. They, um, Raven Software did vote to unionize. Uh, no other developer uh, in, in Activision voted to unionize yet, I believe, because this is the first group that has. And, um, yeah. So, and not only this, not only did they vote to unionize, which is good on them, I guess, but, you know, they can't really be treated terribly anymore. They also are going to be recognized, once again, as a union, when the um, Xbox acquisition goes through. So, uh, Phil has already stated that they will recognize any um, unions that are made before their um, acquisition. Of course, that most likely means they'll recognize any unions after, you know, uh, Blizzard going on their union-busting things, and uh, apparently there's been more, so that's fucking great. Last but not least, we have Take-Two's acquisition of Zynga. If you don't know what uh, Zynga is, Zynga? Zynga? I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, they are the developers of Words with Friends and Farmville. Um, so it's a mobile game developer, and Take-Two now owns them. You know, Take-Two is the parent company of uh, quite a few different companies, actually. I think Take-Two is the parent company of the developers of Borderlands, question mark, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong on that. Either way, um, well, Take-Two owns Zynga now, so, I mean, Farmville and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, okay. So, 2K Rockstar Games are under Take-Two currently, so GTA and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah. Zynga is apparently working on Star Wars Hunters, which is going to be an arena shooter for mobile and Nintendo Switch. That is their current project. Not sure why Take-Two paid $12.7 billion for Words with Friends, Farmville, and a Star Wars arena shooter for mobile, but go off, I guess. I mean, I guess we've seen acquisitions for kind of less. I mean, for Christ's sake, Sony paid $3.6 billion for literally Destiny and Destiny 2. Um, yeah, so. Shoot, I mean, more power to them, I guess. Yeah, so that's it for this week, boys. Um, I know the podcast has honestly not been great lately. I... I'm honestly not very good at this. Uh, I'm kind of trying. Well, I'm trying as much as I can try. Uh, there is one last thing, actually. Um, every every week for the next few weeks, well, every week in general, actually, Epic Games has a free game. So if you go into the Epic Games launcher, go into the store, scroll down a bit, you will see free games. 
whatever free game is there. This week is Bioshock the Collection, which includes um, Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, and Bioshock Infinite the Complete Edition. It includes all three of those games, and you literally just click get. Don't check the box that shares their e your email unless you want them to share your email, place order, and you have the game. So yeah, back to what I was saying. I know I am not great at this. I really am trying. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for improvement, anything that I can maybe change on how I do things, um, I'm kind of thinking, I, I, I think it's mainly, for me, it's mainly motivation in terms of getting this done. I, I, I kind of feel like every week when I look at kind of how it's doing, the podcast itself is doing, and I see like two listeners or a view or two on the YouTube video. Sure, I appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast and watches the podcast. At the same time, I'm just a little discouraged in a way, and I think that really kills my motivation to kind of not do other things and do this instead. Um, not to say, once again, that I don't appreciate those who do listen, and I really do hope you enjoy listening, and I'm pretty much constantly thinking of ways that I can improve the podcast. If you have any ideas, once again, let me know. I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of something that I've been thinking about. Um, I'm not begging you to share it or anything. If you want to and you genuinely think someone else would enjoy the podcast, go for it, by all means. Um, this is not a cry for help or anything like that. That's just kind of something that I've been thinking about. And I don't know, I just kind of wanted to get off my chest. Um, I definitely do appreciate you guys. I appreciate if you listened watch the video on YouTube. Granted, there's not much going on in the video. Um, I appreciate you all the same, either way, and I really hope to see you here next week, and the week after that, and the week after that. I am looking to become more consistent um, every Tuesday, ideally, and I am also looking to maybe start kind of trying to push the podcast more because the reason it's not viewed so much is, I mean, it's entirely on me. I don't put enough time into the channel, into shorts and stuff like that. I don't actually get the channel viewed. So um, hopefully I'll get more motivation, start working on that kind of stuff, and put more effort in, and hopefully see some results. So I hope to see you guys next week. Um, hopefully it's a better week. Once again, I'm probably going to move the game, toward, move the podcast more towards my opinions on things and kind of just what I'm thinking. I definitely push the limit still of news stories, as you guys heard today, but I just kind of put my input on things a little bit more and kind of focus on that a little more. Um, I'll probably start getting more selective with my stories, so I, I really don't think the podcast should be this long, personally. 30 minutes is kind of a long episode, I think, um, so maybe I will cut down on the stories, the more pointless ones, like the EA with the abortion and like that and yeah um so maybe i'll make the podcast a bit shorter maybe keep your guys's attention a little more maybe include a few more hopefully funny things it's also hard to talk for this long man when i started this podcast i didn't think it would be difficult to talk for this long but man my throat is constantly dry i never take drinks in the middle of the podcast i probably should but uh yeah i appreciate you guys hanging around listening to the podcast um and, uh, yeah, I just hope I don't let you guys down. And, 
See you guys next week.